Welcome to the Winning Drive Podcast, where Parkland USA employees discover the tools, strategies, and resources to increase safety, productivity, and success. Here's your host, Ben Fanning. When it comes to driving, complacency is dangerous. That's right. And it's important to acknowledge that it's often at the very small things we do that make the biggest impact. So enjoy this important episode with Mark Leversbach, the Regional Transportation Manager of the Northern Tier Rock. He shares the daily habit that saves lives and how each and every driver can use it and ultimately benefit themselves and others. Hey, Mark, welcome to the Winning Drive Podcast. Good afternoon, Ben. Yeah, we're going to have a great interview today. I've been looking forward to it. So let's immediately dive into this and let's tell the listeners about where you're based and what's your role at Parkland USA. I'm based out of the Mandan, North Dakota office for Missouri Valley Petroleum. And my role with the company is our Northern Rock Transportation Manager. All right. And so what does the regional transportation manager do? Uh, I work with all the different business units in the Northern Rock, uh, the transportation managers that represent each one of those business units, uh, work with synergies across the rock, as well as locally in Mandan, I oversee all of our equipment service department and work with our drivers here locally. Sounds like a lot of responsibility. It keeps me busy. <laughs> I bet. So what do you like most about working at Parkland? Uh, what I like most about working with Parkland, uh, first I would say is the people. Uh, being able to work with people that have a common goal and what Parkland represents. And then the growth opportunities. Uh, company with a promising future knows where we're at today, but also knows where we're looking to move forward to. Yeah, I mean, it's fun to be in a fast-growing company. I've worked for, worked for a couple a couple of companies that weren't as fast growing or even the reverse, and it wasn't as fun. And it's nice when it's growing fast and you can see your, your future there. So let's get a little bit of uh, the person uh, behind the job title a little bit. What, what kind of things do you like to do outside of work? I got plenty of hobbies. Like We live right on the Missouri River here in B Bismarck, Mandan, North Dakota. So I like to go boating as often as possible and then... Uh, ride motorcycle. Just got back from the Sturgis motorcycle rally last weekend. And wow. And I got a couple of car hobbies as well. So are you a frequent goer to Sturgis? I've been there my share. All right. So my understanding is that is, and for the listeners may not know, that is the largest motorcycle rally in the world. Yeah, is that sounds, correct? That's correct. It sounds like they're pushing about three quarter million people this year. <laughs> Quarters of a million people. So it becomes, Sturgis becomes an entire city, a very large yeah. city. The town itself has a regular population of about 6,000. <laughs> and so what's it like when all those bikers get in one place? It gets to be a lot. Uh, two days was plenty of time for me when I was there this year. Is it, or I would imagine it's rather loud with all the motorcycles <laughs> around. Yeah, that can be an understatement. Yeah. And does it just clog up traffic and things like that? Or, or, or what's it like? Like if someone were to go to Sturgis today or during the, during the rally and they were to get there for the first time, what, what should they expect? Uh, you're going to see traffic delays, lots of bikes, uh, lots of 
cars in general. Um, people are there not just for the rally, but the concerts and everything that goes with it. So definitely a lot of congestion. And what was the coolest concert there this year? Um, I missed the Kid Rock concert. That was the one I was probably one of the best concerts that they were going to have this year, but wasn't yeah. able to make it. Yeah, Kid Rock, I bet, was a pretty wild show at Sturgis. Yeah, I heard there was 100,000 people at that concert, so <laughs> through a big crowd. Holy smokes. Yeah, so they're like just big fields of people. Is that what it is? Because they don't have like a stadium, right? I mean, they wouldn't. They got some outdoor amphitheaters. Okay, all right. Wow. All right, everyone. So if you're Parkland and you're wondering about Sturgis, now you know who to contact. You can give Mark a call. All right, so let's dig into some of the content on this episode. Let's talk about pre and post trip inspections a little bit. So, but before we do that, tell us a little bit about how did you get into this business in the first place? I guess it goes all the way back to growing up. I was always interested in cars and equipment and just started working on stuff myself and uh, ended up going to college at the North Dakota state college of science as a diesel technician. Uh, Moved from there into working on trucks and at one point worked on heavy equipment for several years and transitioned into being the shop foreman at the local Kenworth dealership about 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. So after that point, I ended up coming to work for MVP, just managing our equipment and working with our drivers and was in dispatch for a while. So I just really got involved in the gas and fuel business Mm -hmm. away from equipment to drivers to dispatch and such yeah it sounds like an interesting run you've had and i love the fact that you you know you tried some different things and you discovered you know what you like doing and it sounds like you just channel that into a pretty cool career path for yourself now so yeah, awesome man it's been good so talk to us a little bit about what why are pre and post trip inspections so important for drivers to be thinking about well, I always say that anything with wheels got potential for problems. So our equipment. Any, anything with wheels has a potential for problems. Oh, yeah. yep. So when the cavemen invented the wheel, they didn't think about that. <laughs> Fair enough. So with our equipment moving down the road all the time, uh, in general, things wear out, uh, things break. Uh, and we have service that's we're scheduled for regular service intervals. And we get technicians that have their eyes on the equipment, those regular intervals. But day in and day out, it's the drivers that have their eyes on the equipment and really know when there's something going on that need to check the equipment over between those scheduled inspections. So Mm -hmm. that's why pre and post trips are important. And so Uh, what would you say? So a driver, I can see they're supposed to be doing this stuff right every every day, right? Yep. Every day. um, In fact, uh, about a year ago, we came out with the Parkland 360 walk around inspection, mm. which we had decals made and most of the business units should all have the 360 walk around inspection and decals on their trucks. But it's to remind drivers that when you get in your truck in the morning, if you stop for a break on the side of the road, just take an extra minute, walk around the truck and see if anything's changed since the last time you did an inspection that we need to take to address. How long should it take? How long should a 360 inspection take? Uh, basic 360 inspection, you know, 
can be as quick as a minute to just do a walk around before you get back in the truck in the middle of your day after you do a delivery or such. Um, a thorough pre-trip inspection when you start your day. Uh, mm -hmm. 10 minutes, walk around, check fluid levels, see if there's any leaks under the truck, tires, brakes, leaks, etc. Lights. We are looking for drivers. Know a safe CDL licensed driver? Refer them to Parkland USA, and if we hire them, you'll get an employee referral bonus. Bonuses range from $1,000 to $2,000, depending upon the rock and the need for drivers. Please spread the word and let your dispatcher or people and culture manager know of any potential leads. You are listening to the Winning Drive Podcast. Now back to the show with your host, Ben Fanning. What do you say to drivers? Should I be thinking, look, I mean, I do this beginning of my day. It's an awful lot to remember on top of everything else that I got to do. Every time I stop my truck, I got to look at it. I mean, I can see some people may forget sometimes. They may be just sort of routine and they just don't think about it. What, what do you say to, uh, to people who might be thinking that right now? Well, another reason that we do them is to prevent unscheduled breakdowns. Uh, we mm -hmm. want to ensure that our loads get delivered timely. Um, and if you have an instance that occurs, if we can fix it in the shop prior to going out, if you have a flat tire, you do your pre-trip inspection, you get it fixed, you go out, you don't get broke down the side of the road. And we want our drivers to make it home at the end of the night. So ensuring that their equipment's always in good operating condition uh, ensures that they make it home at the end of the day as well. It reminds me of that old adage by Benjamin Franklin that an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Kudos to uh, Benjamin Franklin out there. Exactly. <laughs> in the day, who also said that uh, that beer is proof that God loves us and wants us to be happy. <laughs> uh, but we don't mix the two <laughs> with driving and that. That's separate, yep. separate story. Yep. But I, so when it when it comes down to this inspection, um, well, what I hear you saying is, hey, it's gonna save it's going to save you money and time as a driver and who doesn't want to be home sleeping in their own bed at the end of the night. Uh, what, how do you, how does a driver remind themselves? Like you said, it's posted in there. Any other reminders that they can do to make sure that they don't forget to do this? Uh, so our e-logs that we have that our drivers are all required to log their miles on. It's actually part of their daily login procedure where they ask them to do a pre-trip inspection as mm -hmm. well. So it's another daily reminder to take a few minutes and perform that pre-trip inspection. Excellent. So maybe tell us a couple stories here. Well, when's the time when an inspection was missed and what was the consequence? Um, I got a story on that one where not related to our drivers at all, but uh, one of my motorcycle trips that I ride, I was going down a two-lane highway and went to pass a tractor trailer combination in the left-hand lane mm -hmm. that was driving a little slower. And as I was passing, I got up to the back of the truck. And at that point I realized the truck had his left turn signal on. So mm. in very short order, he was going to be switching lanes into the position where I was in to take a left-hand mm -hmm. turn on my motorcycle. Nice. So once I slowed down and got back behind him again, I realized that his left rear turn signal wasn't working. So that pre-trip inspection, uh, replacing that left rear turn signal and getting that working could have 
save me that incident. And uh, luckily there wasn't an accident that I would have been part of, but just something really simple about a left rear turn signal not working uh, could have caused a big accident. Yeah, I like that. Because what you're saying too, puts it in the perspective of, look drivers, you know, you're taking care of yourself and driving safely, but also when you do these inspections before and after, you're protecting the greater community out there. You're, you know, you're protecting others, you're protecting other people's families. And yep. it, it, it makes it even more a uh, crucial. Uh, any other stories that you uh, ha- have in your, uh, in your, in your books there and, <laughs> and your mental books on pre on, on pre and post inspections? I'll, Probably about four or five years ago, in our location here, we were part of a big protest, uh, Dapple Pipeline, if you've heard of it before or not, but uh, there were a lot of protests going on around town, and one of our drivers, during the course of his pre-trip inspection, uh, found that the uh, electrical connection, the trailer cord, was cut, and we assume it was vandalism. It didn't look like it was stretched or torn or damaged in any other way, but it looked like it was cleanly cut. But due to that driver doing a pre-trip inspection, uh, he did not did not leave the yard with his trailer taillights not working, which could have been a big incident driving down the road in the dark without taillights. I like that example because you always think, oh, it worked last night. It's going to work this morning. I don't need to do an inspection. Well, yeah, our yards are they're not gated yards. They're not locked up. People can access them. So there is a potential for something to change between the time you park the truck at the night and start the next morning. Yeah. That sounds like you've pointed out. That's a great illustration because it's human nature to say, Hey, I just inspected this thing last night. Surely this morning, it's the same truck as when I left it last night and you just never know. And, um, that's a great thing to be on your you know, on your toes about as we wrap this up, Mark, what's your parting message to drivers when it comes to inspections? Um, I think just taking the time, make it part of your daily process and make it a habit. Uh, we don't want to be in a position where we have to explain why something wasn't done. If you do find a deficiency, make sure to let your transportation manager know, uh, your business manager, whatever your local uh, leadership says, but we want to get those issues corrected. Uh, we recognize that things are going to happen on a daily basis while you're driving, uh, but we need to rectify them as soon as possible when you get back for the day. If it's a minor issue, if it's a major issue, we may need to do an immediate repair. So the Thanks, more that Mark. we all work together to eliminate those issues, uh, the better we're going to have for a safety record as a company. Yep. Sounds like it's the daily habit that saves lives and it could be your own. Uh, so what, what a great thing for drivers to be thinking about. Your health matters. Sitting all day isn't great for our health and incorporating physical activity into your day helps counteract that. Our motion program is open to all employees and literally pays you to walk. You earn free money, by walking a certain number of steps per day. This money is applied to your HSA bank account and can be used directly to pay for any doctor's visits, prescriptions, or anything else you'd use your health insurance for. The maximum amount of money you can earn over the year is $1,100. 
many of our employees have lost significant weight, gotten healthier, and even slept better since they joined Motion. Reach out to your dispatcher and people and culture manager for information on how to get started. It's that easy. Thanks for listening to the Winning Drive Podcast. Be on the lookout for a new episode soon.